0: Shapers on Jazz FM. Listen in color. In partnership with Mish Rea. It's business, but it's personal.
1: That was Walking in Rhythm from the Blackbirds. Good morning, this is Jazz Shapers with me, Elliot Moss, here on Jazz FM. What is Jazz Shapers, I hear you ask? It is, of course, the place where you can hear the very best of the people who are shaping the world of jazz, blues and soul, alongside their equivalents in the world of business, a business shaper. We are very fortunate today to have Mr. Rob Falcon, one of the brothers behind Gandhi's flip-flops. You probably would have heard of him. If you haven't, you will definitely know all about Rob and his fantastic business after hearing this uh, in addition to hearing from Rob, you'll also be hearing from our programme partners at Mishkondorea some words of advice for your burgeoning business. And on top of all of that, of course, some brilliant music from the shapers of jazz, blues and soul, including So Me, Etta James, and this from the one and only Jamie Cullum. I'm walking out the door With you on my mind i'm sure
0: of one thing i'm in love with
1: you that was walking from jamie cullum you're listening to jazz shapers and as i said earlier rob Forkun one of the brothers behind Gandhi's flip-flops is my business shaper today rob thank you very much for joining me um Many people listening would have heard about Gandhi's flip-flops, would have heard about these two brothers, these intrepid brothers, Rob and Paul. Um, The book came out recently, and I've read some of the book. I'm holding it now just to prove the point. (laughs) Tsunami Kids, Our Journey from Survival to Success. For those people who don't know the story, Rob, just fill me in a little bit about um, how you came to be a founder of a flip-flop business from your perspective.
2: So myself and brother Paul uh, spent many years traveling uh, as children and um, we were pulled out of school in South London um, when I was 13 and when Paul was 11 along with our younger brother and sister as well and um, we just come back from a holiday to India. It was the f- first time we'd ever been anywhere like that and um, our parents you know and ourselves fell in love with the place and the culture and. Um, and they just randomly said, who fancies moving to India? Um, the house was on the market, it had gone through, and um, they were kind of a bit tired of the rat race and just thought there's more to life than working 24-7. Um so they decided to take us out of school and and that was it we went off on a big journey and we spent years volunteering and experiencing um different parts of the world um unfortunately we were caught up in the uh, tsunami in which we uh, we tragically lost our parents and um since then myself and brother have spent years trying to re- rebuild our lives and we went traveling um and uh, and then we kind of had been looking for an idea where we could try and do something where it'd be sustainable and we could, you know, um, kind of use that negative situation to try and make something positive from it. And we came up with the idea of Gandhi's and creating flip-flops, something that, you know, everyone wears around the world. Um, and 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 that was it. And we thought that it was a perfect way to, you know, try and, you know, continue their legacy and, you know, um, kind of, you know, hope to build children's homes all around the world. So, you know, that's what we've been doing.
1: Now, we'll talk about the size of the business is around two or three million pounds in building and hopefully half a million uh, pairs of flip-flops will be sold in the coming year and so on. But people talking, you know, I asked many of my guests, so what made you decide to set up a business? In your case, obviously, a life-defining moment 10 years ago um, or so was there – Many people would have would have reacted very very differently. What is it, do you think, within you and your brother that made you decide to, as you say, kind of repel the negative and do something positive? What is it about the the Falcon family that 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 genetically pushed you to that end conclusion?
2: Uh, well, I think um, you know it was such an alternative upbringing. Um, and, uh, you know, and we were always taught that there's kids in a worse situation than us and, um, you know, uh, to make the most out of life. And um, and that was really what we wanted to continue. Um, and, you know, and, and we just felt with Gandhi's that, you know, that we could. And, um, you know, we want to do something in life that we're passionate about and, and, and we enjoy, and you know, because life is too short sometimes. So, um, you know, do what you can. And, and, and that was why we created Gandhi's. And, and that's kind of why we put all that we do into it.
1: Stay with me to hear much more from my fascinating business shaper, Rob Falken. Time for some music. This is Love, Juhu, number one from Somi.
0: Gay man, you cast your spell. Won't look, won't ask, won't tell. Won't deny this is magic. I can hear your heartbeat slow Shaking it and blindfold I turn my head would be tragic
1: The delicate sound of somi we 'd love juju number one, Rob Falcon is my business shaper, and he is one of the brothers behind the gandhi 's flip flop business and if you weren 't listening earlier, they set up the business uh, how long ago was it a couple of years two years ago two yeah. years ago, um, and they tragically lost their parents in the tsunami and this has been a kind of a ten year a ten year journey now you didn't you didn 't start you know obviously post the tsunami there was many years of travel, I understand in that time and you were you were 14 is that right at the time uh, my brother was 15 i was 17 17 okay you know you at that point um before you decide what you're going to do with the rest of your life the, the travel bug was instilled in you from your parents is that was that a kind of almost a safe retreat is that why you went off
2: and and did things or was there something else behind it um i think you know we continue to travel because we enjoy it um and, you know, for the last uh, 10 years, pretty much every year that I was working and, and, you know, I spent a year kind of traveling around the world by myself. Um, but then I spent many years kind of just constantly going back on, on holidays as and when I could to volunteer or kind of travel through India. Um, and I, I I think it was just, you know, the, it was, yeah, it was just kind of like a natural thing for us to do. There was no, I, I couldn't say that there was any kind of, real thought behind it it was just a case of that's just what you needed to do at that
1: time yeah. now the, the the business idea um you apparently you're at a festival yeah. and apparently your mouths were parched and someone the one who's either you or your brother yeah. said actually my mouth feels like Gandhi's flip-flop or words to that effect now many you know we all many of us have been to festivals and we've yeah. all had a laugh and we all say things in a jokey manner what catalyzed at that moment though was it genuinely an epiphany or was it like
2: a bit later you went hold on a minute there's something in this um i think it was just uh it niggled away over a period of time um and it was one of those where the idea came around i'd heard other people say i've got a mouth as dry as gandhi's flip-flops etc over over you know over the years um and it just kept bugging me and i wondered if anyone had ever made flip-flops called gandhi's we'd spent years traveling in flip-flops you know it was very much part of our dna um so it just felt like the right thing to do and um you know and, and when we came home from sri lanka as well from the tsunami we came home with no shoes so there was just lots of different things that resonated with us as to why to do it um and you know, we thought if we set up a flip flop brand, we can go chasing the sun again. So, <laughs> um, so I
1: knew there was a proper
2: reason. That, that, that Rob, now easy. you're being honest. Yeah, there we Basically, go. Basically, <laughs> I just
1: wanted to get back in the sun again. Yeah. Um, so, from that idea, and, and obviously wanting to chase the sun and and all that. You've created a serious business, Rob. You now have 15 or so people that work for you in the, in the head office. You've, we'll, we'll talk about the chutzpah that you have uh, exhibited recently to try and you know, get distribution for your, your flip-flops. What did you do in those early weeks, those formative weeks of, okay, we're going to create a business? How would a, you know, you're obviously a bit older then, but how would you have known where to go, what to ask for, what to know with the right answer? I mean, these are a, a
2: bunch of stuff to get your heads around yeah no uh there's been a lot to get our heads around and even now you know this uh, every day we're learning um and we're trying to push ourselves and um you know we're constantly outside our comfort zone but we just try and follow our gut and uh and do what we think's right and then we've been you know um trying to surround ourselves with good people and try and you know try and uh, seek advice where you know we can you know get some help um but um, you know, it was a case of <laughs> simply got on Google, started trying to find out how you make a product, and um, and trying to find a manufacturer. And uh, I went out to India, and um, and that was kind of just how it, how it got going. And um, before we knew it, we had prototypes, and, and then we started knocking on the doors of retailers, trying to trying to get it in there
1: there you go You can. anyone can do it right we'll find out why actually not anyone can do it much more coming up from Rob my business shaper today latest travel in a couple of minutes and before that some choice words of advice I hope from our programme partners for your business from Mishkondorea
0: hello my name is Durval Walsh I'm a partner in the contentious banking and finance practice at Mishkondorea I specialise in banking disputes predominantly working for borrowers or customers who have issues with their banks or difficulties with their banks Two practical tips I would give to all customers who engage with their banks are, one, firstly, when starting a relationship with a bank, uh, particularly when securing funding, it's absolutely critical for borrowers to get professional help, whether it's from accountants or lawyers, to ensure that the terms of any lending are not very, very disadvantageous from the borrower's perspective and advantageous from the perspective of the bank. A second tip I would give to all customers or borrowers dealing with banks is to take notes of all sorts of communications or any engagement with the bank. In some cases, people have good relationships with their relationship manager and it can be relatively informal, so a lot can be done on the phone. In any situation where the bank gives an undertaking or makes a promise and that is communicated by a relationship manager over the phone, that should be documented by the borrower slash customer so that if there is a situation in the future where there is a dispute about that, that record can be produced and it can remo- remove all doubt as to what was or wasn't agreed. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM in partnership with Mishkondaya. It's business, but it's personal.
1: You're listening to Jazz Shapers with me, Elliot Moss. Every Saturday morning, 9am sharp, you can catch me talking to a brilliant and interesting business shaper, someone who's shaping the world of business, their own industry, their own category. If you've missed any of the programmes, just go into iTunes. You can find a whole bunch of really cool and smart people there. If you're flying on British Airways, BA High Life is your destination. Um, My business shaper today... More importantly, is Rob Falken, and he is one of the brothers behind Gandhi's flip-flops, and they are now a few million pounds, they have now got some distribution, but we were listening earlier to you, Rob, telling us that, well, I went on Google, worked out what uh, how we would start sourcing some material, popped on a plane to India, Bob's your uncle, and all the rest of it. But in, from a serious p- point of view, um, when you start to create a product, a real product that people have to wear, mm-hmm. that is made in a, in a way that you're comfortable with ethically, mm-hmm. not easy. No. And I believe that your first distributor, your first manufacturers actually, rather not rather than distributors, didn't quite work out. No. Was that the first real business problem you had within the business? Was it, I mean, it sounds like that's a pretty fundamental issue to have
2: that was yeah the first uh, issue um which is uh, there's there's been many um but there's been many things that have you know have been brilliant as well so um how did you deal with that first problem um you know we tried readdressing to find someone else we tried persisting with them but you know we put a lot of time and effort into it and it just didn't seem to develop but you know, a lot of people liked the design and the concept of what we created in terms of they were hand woven with a rope strap. But um, the problem was that you couldn't scale it. The product uh, quality control was never good enough and consistent enough. Um, and you'd ask when would it be ready? They'd say two weeks, and two weeks you'd ask. They'd say four weeks. Four weeks later, is it ready? Sorry, we can't make it anymore. And that was kind of you know a constant battle. So we you know we had to move away from that unfortunately um but you know we we then kept persisting and uh you know there's been a lot of times where you know myself and brother you know there would have been many people around us that probably would have given up at that because you know we got a load of products it was no good then we were like what do we do with this now you know you know um but we've just kept battling for it um yeah, I mean, you know. it,
1: but without asking the obvious or sort of stating the obvious, and I read the part of the book where obviously the tsunami hits and stuff, what you've seen and experienced is probably almost unique in the sense that very few people go through that kind of level of trauma and that kind of level of of um, emotional suffering. I imagine that nothing touches that in business. Is that right? Or do you sort of forget how bad that was and start thinking that now is bad. Because you know people will think, oh yes, well, they've seen much worse. But actually, does it all just become annoying anyway? I mean, is it all quite difficult to
2: manage? Um, no, you know, uh funnily enough, I had a conversation with my brother the other day about um just about, you know, certain pressures and stress that we've got on at the moment. And what was quite funny is he just kind of said, I suppose it's just one of these things that we've got to deal with now. <laughs> you know, and it was it was just the way that he said it, I kind of laughed as if to say, you know, Yeah I suppose you're right this is you know you know stress and pressure you know running a company etc is not going to go away and it's only going to become greater and greater but you know and sometimes we you know we get quite down about it and we're quite stressed out about it but we're kind of starting to learn just you know that is just part of it Um, and that's kind of what we signed up for so um, just get on with it and do the best that you can and you know, and as you mentioned, you know, with all that we've seen in life, that was kind of our attitude going into this, uh, you know, we've seen so much, we've done so much. And, um, you know, the pressure and stress we had, uh, you know, in the roller coaster ride we had kind of trying to get ourselves home from Sri Lanka in comparisons, kind of, I don't know, doing a board meeting or something like that in the grand scheme of things is not that big, big a deal.
1: That's called perspective, and you'll be getting lots more of that from my business shaper, Rob Falken. Time for some music. This is Etta James and the fantastic I'd Rather Go Blind. (laughs) That was Etta James, and I'd rather go blind. I'm talking to Rob Forgan, who's my business shaper today, and um, we were comparing real, really difficult situation to a boardroom. Now, you've, the business is pr- still pretty young, and um, the stories go that you have gone and talked to people that you really ought not to have been able to talk to. You've literally um, accosted Philip Green, though not physically, I hear. Um, you've got Richard Branson on side. You have a, a pretty p- high-profile man called Dominic Liss behind the scenes. You've just gone up, as you said, as your brother was saying, we've just got to go on and deal with it. You've just dealt with stuff. Is there an energy that you get from being a little bit naughty and a bit anarchic and kind of not worrying about the rules? Does that fuel the momentum that you seem to be on? Um, Or do you not see it as naughty
2: at all? Because you're very naughty, Rob. You're breaking all the rules about making a business happen, which is good. So, yeah, no, I've got friends that, you know... um gone to uni and have learnt business and how to do this or how to do that and um and and that's great and again we've got people in our company now like that but myself and brother you know in terms of our parents the education they gave us was to do things alternative like the alternative way um and i think that's kind of what we're doing but there's no i think there's no right or wrong way it's just what works for that individual um and that kind of works for us, but it's getting a balance. We need people around us that, you know, uh, can offer the other side of uh, you know, of skills. So, um, Well financial management. Yeah, exa- making exactly. Making sure their
1: distributor relationships are right, that the your retail outlets are happy with you, that you've got products coming through and innovation, all those things. That balance, do you think it's an ongoing thing, or do you think every day you get a bit closer to achieving the alternative plus the the kind of stable?
2: I think myself and brother are always uh <laughs> willing to push the boundaries um and and sometimes we don't think about the state you know the the stable you know to a certain degree we're just thinking no we want to be better you know how that happens we don't know just make it happen sort of thing um but so
1: far it's working you would argue i mean you know you've got you've got some fantastic people behind you and it looks like your target next year is to kind of double double the number of uh, of pairs of flip-flops from last year that's a massive target
2: yeah but then you know in t- in terms of what we're doing you know if you get it right in certain retailers you know then you know you knock on the door of Nordstrom and they've got you know uh 10 times the distribution of a department store in the UK so if you're getting it right here try and make it work there and you know and then those numbers don't seem so un- unachievable
1: Nothing's unachievable. I love it. I think, and I think you're probably right. If you think like that, it won't be. Stay with me for my final chat with Rob today. Plus, we're going to be playing a track from Astro Gilberto. That's after the latest traffic and travel here on Jazz FM. Jazz Shapers
0: on Jazz FM. In partnership with Rea. It's business, but it's personal.
1: That was the inimitable Astrid Gilberto with the very calm shadow of your smile. Rob Falken's my business shaper, founder with his brother of Gandhi's flip-flops, and we've been talking about how young people who've never started a business before go and start one and then have the audacity to suggest that it's just going to be a case of knocking on a few doors and selling a few pairs of flip-flops, but guess what? In this case, it's absolutely working. You work, obviously, with your brother. You set the business up with your brother. What's the relationship like when you work together? Because... I've interviewed many partners or part, parts of partnerships, and they will have a different dynamic. In truth, what's the dynamic like? Who really rules
2: the roost? <laughs> um, yeah, he just makes the tea. Um, <laughs> Is no. it good tea though? As long as it's good tea, it's fine. It's average, but yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I think we've got you know uh, a good dynamic between us. Um, I think you know we both respect each other I think um it's been pretty cool watching him grow and develop as well into uh you know what he does now um you know and he, he you know f- he's done some you know huge things and uh, remarkable things that you know most people his age or even older wouldn't wouldn't achieve so um I think we've both got mutual respect for each other and he focuses a lot on the sales I you know I do part of that as well um and but I kind of yeah I've got an over overview of kind of more of the business and everything. But that's just I'd say that's because I'm a bit older and I've been working a lot longer than him. So, do you ever um you know when you're at Buckingham Palace and you're being
1: you know you're meeting um uh royalty and you're being uh, rec- you know acclaimed as young leaders and all these other things? Do you ever kind of pinch yourselves, the two of you, and just go, "How did we get here?"
2: We kind of laugh about it. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, we we do laugh about it, but. The, the that you know all of that side is 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 cool um but we get more of a buzz from you know uh my brother was kind of uh has got a collaboration with London Zoo this week and they've said we can use London Zoo for a party and we're going to put animal prints on the products and he's more he's like super excited about that and now that we we're going to have like these cool lion prints and they're going to be in you know you know lots of retailers and that's kind of where we get our you know our buzz and then again kind of building our kids campus at the moment it's things like that that we really kind of uh, get excited about and um, you know just seeing people wear our products and people kind of inspired by, by what we do that's That's the real buzz over and above Mm. kind of any of the... The
1: superficial stuff. Yeah. Because the other thing, of course, that you do for those people that don't know is that 10% of all your profits go to um, the Ghanies Foundation. You're supporting, I think it's called the Orphans for Orphans Mission. Mm -hmm. Um, That must make you feel good every day as well, just knowing that literally the the tithe, the part of the field that you own is is supporting a fantastic cause.
2: Yeah, no, uh, for us, you know we do lots of stuff here as well. We go into lots of schools, colleges and, you know, we just get so many students that are now studying. We get emails in all the time, you know, social media messages where students are studying what we're doing, the model we're, you know, we're trying to create and, you know, um, you know, they're the values and kind of, you know, that we were taught as children and the vision that we've got. And, you know, we're only just starting out. We've got a very long way to go yet. And by no means have we changed the world or saying that we can change the world. We're just, trying to do what we can and um and that's what we're passionate about and um we'll just keep working towards it it's been an absolute pleasure
1: to have met you rob um and just before i let you go it would be remiss of me not to ask you one more question
2: which is what is your song choice and why have you chosen it so I've chosen Katie Melua, uh, 9 million bicycles, um, just for the fact of all the time we spent traveling Southeast Asia and I listened to it whilst traveling and it just uh, it reminds me of uh, all those crazy days and kind of all the amazing cities we've seen across Asia.
1: That was 9 Million Bicycles from Katie Malua. The song choice of my business shaper today, Rob Forcun, A positive guy, a guy full of vision, of resilience, and of the values that you want in someone who's just setting up a business and that wants to make a proper difference in the world. Amazing stuff. Thank you so much for joining me today. I do hope you enjoyed it. Stay with us here on Jazz FM because coming up next, it's Nigel Williams. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In
0: partnership with Rea its business but it's personal.